I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the 90s Minute Weekly Podcast here on YouTube or on audio apps, Spotify app, all that good stuff. Thanks, Greg. Thanks for that. Over on that couch, we've got Lucas. What's up? We got Greg. Hi. Wazinho, baby. Hi. And it's me, Liam. Big week of football to get through. I like this. The OG four here. This is the original four of the 90s. Yeah. You're right. I'm not even... You know, Greg, yeah, Greg, you know, you're not really original. There's you're kind of like, then there's the OG four and the OG five. And now it's the OG six. You're like when, you know, McDonald's decided to add different flavors of ice cream. Yeah. You no, know, you are the hamburglar. You know, you're kind of like, you know, there's chocolate, vanilla, strawberry. And then they're like, let's do mint. And you're kind of mint. Yeah, last time you was on camera, you wore a costume. You're a David Louise mask. <laughs> you're a goof. Big old goof. Anyways, before we get too far into this podcast. The podcast sponsored and brought to you by gfuel.com. Use code 90 minute. No. Yeah. 90 minute. Nine zero in the word minute. A checkout for a discount. Greg's having a big old chug of which flavor, Greg? Hype sauce. Hype sauce, baby. Best That's flavor the, out there. Uh, it's yeah. uh, delicious. They're restocked now. It's back. Okay. back. Love to hear it. Gfuel.com using code 90 minute at checkout. Boys. We were live yesterday on twitch.tv slash nice minute official. Lucas was sad. I got attacked by Brett. Was was there. All six of us were there. All six members. The OG six. The Splash Brothers, if you will. Brett's technically not even a member. Hey, he's OG six, though. But all six of us were there for the Champions League final. Interesting game. It was an interesting final. I mean, there was the controversy of before the game, the lead up to the game. There was the game itself, and there was, I think, let's, even something we could talk about after the game because lots have happened in the past twenty four hours. Let's start from the beginning. What what the fu- what happened for the with these supporters? Why couldn't they get in? Well, apparently they were saying a lot of it was fake tickets, and that's what was making it a mess. But that's. <laughs> UEFA saying that. Yeah. So. I, I, I also blame Richarlison. <laughs> Richarlison bus. There, yeah. So what I've got the gist of it on social media is, especially the Liverpool fans, Madrid fans as well, but especially Liverpool fans. There was a lot of fake tickets. There was a lot of people trying to get in that did not have a ticket, and there was seemingly a large crowd that got there almost too late to the gate to get everyone in comfortably and safely, everything like that. So. That was UEFA's definition of what occurred. You ask fans, they say they were there with plenty of time. 
there there was a large crowd but everyone was calm everyone was was you know doing the right thing and a lot of them had legitimate tickets but there was whether it was miscommunication or just a breakdown of of of, of steps kind of thing and french police didn't do a great job there was you know there was tear gas, tear being, gas being being used on fans spray, yeah like just a bunch of different you, uh, did you see the little funny tiktoks well not really funny but they're kind of it's dark humor of um the camille cabello at performing while people kids are being pepper sprayed outside yeah she's just singing ah, da, 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 while in the background people are just getting beaten and whatnot and well, during that performance you could hear liverpool fans singing now i want to talk hold on yeah, I, I want to talk about that, the Camille Cabello performance, because she, apparently she made a tweet that got deleted, playing back our performance, and I can't believe people were singing their team's anthem so loud during our performance, like my team and I worked tirelessly for so long to bring the right vibes and give a good show. she actually say that? Apparently, but the tw- I don't know if this is Photoshop, but was, apparently the tweet is deleted, but like, Camille, this is not the Super Bowl. That, and so... I. I- I saw a dramatic difference between the Camille Cabello performance and the Dua Lipa one from the year previous. Yes. Dua Lipa not only got involved with the fans, but the fans got involved with Dua Lipa. Well, that was also like 2018. 2018? I guess it was 2018. A long Holy. time, yeah. No! Yeah, apparently. apparently. Holy shit, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, also, I think the rural fans were probably not in the best mood at the time. No. That performance. Yeah, I mean, there was the stuff outside, there was the whole delay. So, I mean, you were in the stadium probably an hour before a kickoff. And then it got delayed by half an hour. You're like, what the hell's going on kind of thing. I kind of want to talk about this for a second. Like, opening ceremonies in football, are they really needed? Like, does it have to be, like, American sports? Do they need a halftime show? Of, you know? Especially they, yeah. with how long the game got delayed. Yeah. yeah. It was just kind of like, why not just put it off? I think it's point? just for the casual viewer. Because yeah. a lot of casual f- watchers watch that match. One mm-hmm. of the biggest matches in yeah, uh, football in- or Quite frankly, it captures the North American viewer's eye more than they care more about gaining a new watcher than keeping the ones they have. Because they know if you're a European and you watch a Champions League, you're going to watch it next year as well. If you're an American who's never watched it before, you go, oh my God, it's Camille Cabello. I love her. I'm going to watch it. I don't really have a problem with performances like that. But obviously, in the context that happened, it kind of... Felt unnecessary, but yeah. that was out of her I, control, though. I saw a good reply to that tweet, though. It's like, no one is hating on the singers, but this is a different culture. Football fans do not care about pre-games and halftime shows. The game is the only thing that matters to us. This is a cult, honestly, and it's not family-oriented like baseball or American football. In, in a sense, it is. I mean, obviously, in the lower levels of football, it's a bit more family-oriented. but cult. Well, would say cult, but yeah, it's definitely yeah. tribal. Tribal, that's a good word, but um, uh, but I, I, I just sorry, I, I like this topic. I like talking about celebrities for whatever reason. I'm fucking weird. You want to hear about the game? Just wait. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, you think about it, when it comes to past performances. Does anyone really remember like 2014s? I remember Shakira, 2010, but that's about it. I don't really. Well, Dua Lipa, as you remember. Dua Lipa, exactly. But when it comes to the world, like an anthem. Yeah, 100. Yeah. But even with the World Cup, they haven't had like. Memorable performances. Um, yeah, like you're not, you had Pitbull yeah. in 2014. <laughs> you have memorable um themes for memorable the memorable yeah. artists, but the actual performance. I mean, it's a, it's a 10 minute show kind of thing. You're not gonna remember that too much. I mean, you remember halftime shows for the Super Bowl. Yeah, but I think that's a almost a 20 minute half an hour performance. 
and a lot more effort goes into them. Oh yeah. Than Camille Cabello standing in the middle of of the Park de Prince singing. And you can tell like she, there was a lot. There was a lot going on, but it, was, it yeah. definitely not anything compared to the Super Bowl. Those footballers need to warm up. Like if yeah. they if they go a certain amount of time without warming up with the ball, then mm. they're gonna need to warm up again. Yeah. So that's why like the pre match performances are shorter. I I honestly while, while we were doing our stream, I barely watched any of the. The performance from Camille Cabello because I was on Twitter watching what was unfolding outside and all that stuff. And Joel Matip's brother seemed to be like the hottest agent on the ground that day. Like, okay, <laughs> works for me, Joel Matip. But yeah, now in terms of performances from you know singers, it can stay, it can go. I really don't care. Let's start with the football. Yeah, that actually happened. Yeah, the uh, match. It was a heartbreak. It's, for... It was a tough one. One though. team has to lose. As but I don't think the right team lost. I don't think Madrid were the better team over 90 minutes, but they took their chance. They took and I their say one their chance. chance because, like Lucas said during the stream, they scored the goal that was offside, so that doesn't count as an opportunity. The other one that they got, they scored on. They capitalized. Yeah, it's at the end of the day, I ended up watching the game for a second time. I put myself through that pain just to understand the game a little bit more. And I think I can. I have a few takeaways from Madrid and their key performer. Everyone's going to talk about Thibaut Courtois. We'll yeah. talk about him later, I'm sure. But, like, their whole backline was fantastic. And Casemiro, I think he was actually the key player for Real Madrid. Really? I oh, think interesting. So because every time Luis Diaz or Salah um, got on a one-on-one opportunity against a fullback, mm. if Casemiro had an opportunity to make that two, uh, 1v2, he made that work. And if Liverpool couldn't get around Casemiro their performance faltered. When Liverpool did get around Casemiro, like, like with the mm-hmm. Mane chance, mm-hmm. the over-top pass to Mo Salah, Salah later on, yeah. or even Mo Salah's chance when he got by Casemiro and had a great shot, but Courtois made a good yeah. save. That's when Th- Those were the three best opportunities for Liverpool in that game. Maybe mm-hmm. you could say the Jolta one later on as well was pretty good. But when Casemiro wasn't involved or was beat, Liverpool created their best opportunities. But when Casemiro was on it, it was very difficult. And if he wasn't on it, Edgar Militao was... He was solid. Yeah, he was solid. And another t- another takeaway I have from that match, I guess, overall, Konate and Militao, 24-23 respectively in age, those are going to be the center backs we talk about for the next eight years. Probably. They're going to probably become... I don't want to go too far and say legends of the game, but I think they're, they could be... They can the be... best, the two best center backs of this yeah, generation. I, I don't, yeah. I don't disagree. Kanate looks so good for his age. And yeah, Militao. We talk about him being twenty four years old. I feel like he's been around already for a he, long he's time. Been around and he's, yeah. it's fantastic what he does. So you over the ninety minutes, Liverpool used six attackers. Yes. Yeah. Was it six or five? Five. Yeah, it would have yeah. been five. Five. Firmino and Jota. Yeah. Mo Salah was your best one, which. I think that's understandable. I think the other ones were quiet. Uh, Sadio Diaz, Mane had his, his chance. Yes, Mane had his chance. I think Mane did very well uh, getting into open space, trying to drag Casemiro out, but it was a tough game for him, I think. He played through the middle, yeah. which I don't think is his best place. I think he's actually had a bit of a resurgence in that role. Oh, fair enough, Liverpool. fair enough. I think a takeaway you could say, I read this on Reddit, so I'm not going to take this observation by myself, but... In the Premier League, like, there were 
a lot of teams defending wise, you mm-hmm. have midfield more athletic midfielders that can expose spaces mm-hmm. with their runs. Uh, in La Liga, it's a lot more different. Okay. So, I think Madrid anticipated that very well. I think Madrid also try try to make sure Liverpool play played like how Liverpool played against Tottenham, like um just a few weeks ago, where Liverpool crossed the ball a lot and it didn't work out. But in this case, Liverpool didn't cross the ball a lot mm-hmm. because I think they knew. In the air, Militao, and David well, It wouldn't work out because the positions that Madrid were giving Liverpool were not very good crossing positions. And the times Liverpool did get into good crossing positions, I think there was only one or two that were mm-hmm. uh, well taken by the crosser. And that deserves huge credit to Real Madrid because Liverpool have the two best crossers probably in the world. Of I don't Ro- think I saw Robertson make a single No, cross. honestly, Robertson and Trent were, were both very quiet. I, I was going to mention that. I think the fullbacks for Liverpool were pretty poor. Were and quiet, and you, yeah. you, you, you mentioned how Casemiro, you, you said, was like, what, second best player for Madrid? Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you, I, you, I think I have to say that, although Casemiro, I think... But, I also think you need to give a little bit of credit to Luka Modric. I knew you were going to say Luka yes, Modric. Yes, I was. I think you give credit to the whole midfield because they, they they're very narrow, which, but when Liverpool went wide, they were able to cover that as well. And yeah. if, you, but if you take a look back at Madrid's the, 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 the goal, it all started with Luka Modric being able to make Andy Robertson pressure and overcommit. He pulled Andy Robertson out, so allowing Carvajal to kind of do a bit of an overlap. Yeah, that goal... It, both, all three of Robertson, Tia, I think Thiago and Fabinho were cut out yes, on that one pass. Yeah. And yeah, it was, Fabinho got back just too late. And Valverde, when I watched the game back, I initially thought that cross was a shot. Jurgen Klopp even thought it was a shot in the post-match press conference. But if people... But Madrid's fans say that he actually like crosses like that, mm-hmm. where it looks like a shot, but it's a cross. Like a driven. I'm, I'm watching it right now. I got it. I'm <laughs> so it's a brilliant. If, it's a brilliant. If, if it was perfect. Cross, it's a brilliant cross. Yeah, uh, a, and a great run by Vinicius Junior. Now my so. qu- my question to you is, why do you hate Luka Modric? Oh I just listen, wh- listen, listen, listen. What he did was that was that's the pure genius of Luka Modric. Luka Modric is technically. One of the best, probably not of all, our generation, but of all time, top three. He's up there. He's top, great. Top three. He's great. Big Pav says top three. <laughs> big Pav also is a, Croatian, so yeah. Big, <laughs> big, Pav, big Pav is slightly biases a lot of things, but we'll bring him back on one day. But what I was gonna say, I like, I love Pav, but he's a little bit biased. Just like I would say, Robbo's the best fullback in the world. Again, biased, but I, I don't know. My list above above him is is long. Xavi yes, is above him. I put Gerard. I put Lampard above him. No, no, I am not putting Gerard or Lampard above Modric, especially the longevity. When Modric has been able to do, Gerard and Lampard were not able to carry their national teams to a semifinal, the final of the World Cup. That I blame Sven Goran Eriksson. Oh my God! Yeah, excuses. <laughs> All right, there's a whole different story. Yeah, yeah. Do, whole not, do not compare Gerard and Lampard to them. I'm not comparing. They're better. They're not better. I'm yeah. sorry. I would highly disagree. I don't care about you. Oh my goodness. Uh, you also were the one during that stream says, I don't think I've watched football. Yeah, 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 we don't <laughs> talk about that. Like, maybe, okay, anyways. Let's... Um, so, another thing I did notice though, because we obviously knew that Trent and Robbo didn't really get into like the byline. Mm-hmm. Like, the overlapping, especially on the right side, was more so done by Henderson. Okay. I saw him more overlapping Salah rather than, because like, Alexander Arnold kind of went more inside mm-hmm. and Maybe that maybe they wanted him to get into those positions like just at the top of the box towards the right side where the ball's coming back and you put it back in, and you have that type of cross which yeah. they had 
he had two opportunities to do that. One of them uh, created a good chance. And the other, I think he went for a shot in one of those situations as well. Okay, maybe three now. Three now. That I remember he that. went for one of those shots and it just. There's one where out. he crossed it. Jolta headed across. Salah nearly got to the yeah. ball, but I think Courtois did very well. There's, there's a, a good one, save. There's yeah. another one where a shot. There was a shot, and then Jolta almost gets it, but it was too difficult. And then there was another one where he just, it just hit overhits it. So talking about the Liverpool midfield, when we started our stream, it was posted that Thiago had. Gone injured during warm-up. He was a big question mark going in. Uh, he'd be out, Nabi Keita will be starting. Then because of the break and the, the, the delay to the kickoff, Thiago starts. Do you think Thiago was fully fit and you got the full Thiago in that There's 90 minutes? no chance he was fully fit for that game. Yeah. No but, chance. No, but it was also like he wasn't going to miss that match. Yeah. It, or very unlikely so my thing is, he miss it. But do you think, let's say a 60 or 70% Thiago... Do you think he you got the best out of him in a Champions League final? I think you... Or would you have rather had a 100% Naby Keita starting and then get maybe half an hour out of Thiago to end, end the game? I, rather than bringing on Keita, who straight up, when he came on, did nothing. He, uh, Keita, he had a chance, and I don't think I've seen a he, worse shot. He didn't... I think Keita didn't have the composure in that instance. No. I don't think he's been in these situations enough where he um is was ready for it. I think in the future he'll be fine, but... Thiago, I think this this guy has experience of winning a Champions mm-hmm. League already. He has experience of playing in high intense games already. Even if he's not at hundred yeah. percent, I think you'd rather get a sixty minutes out of him. I mean, it's probably minutes that you got, yeah. even if it wasn't his best. There's probably been finals in the past where you know the best players were not at their hundred percent, right? Especially mm-hmm. at this late in the season. Yeah. Uh, so, I I think what else, what else is the comment about well, the offside goal? Was it was off? Yeah. Was it offside? I'm, yeah, it was a great run by Benzema. Mm-hmm. I, w- I I was wondering if he was offside on that initial run, but uh, after trying to uh, pause the game multiple times to get mm-hmm. the right frame, yeah, he was onside. It was a very good run. We alluded to man of the match, Thibaut Courtois. Probably the best performance of his career. Yeah. It was incredible. The uh, saves he made were brilliant. I'm reading some of the comments on our TikTok, and uh, one guy says, Courtois could save the fucking Titanic. <laughs> and another guy said, uh, it wasn't even just Liverpool. Uh, Courtois was simply a demigod. He was basically a demigod. Yeah. I don't like, wow. Because no, Lucas is talking about Casemiro and then Adair Militao. But when they did get beat, Artois was there. Yeah. He, he... That save he made on Mama Salah was world class. People haven't been talking about Courtois enough this season. And yeah. I think that's because people don't watch Real Madrid enough, which you know, not everyone's going to have time to watch La Liga if they just if they already watch Premier League a lot. Yeah, But he has been this good all season. I think this performance was... Another level, some say best goalkeeper performance in a final. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm reading some of the uh, comments that are the stick. Uh, Show to Aaron Hickey. He says uh, he commented very crew. It wasn't it and wasn't it wasn't Aaron Hickey. Aaron Hickey <laughs> is a professional footballer. Aaron Hickey, the goat. He says very crew. Please laugh. It took me five seconds. I don't think anyone laughed at his comment. What the hell it's, are you saying? I'm reading comments on TikTok. What does it, that even it, mean? I don't well, know. It's, it, it's supposed to be very true. Oh, I didn't know that. That's that was the whole point of it. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. Honest, I am, I am so lost right now. <laughs> now, with you. and then uh, we actually just got a comment recently from True Red TV about Liverpool. Um, yeah, but I'm sick of this. 97 points, no title. 92 points, no title. Two UCL finals lost. Like, for fuck's sakes, if we are actually that good, why are we always second best? I mean, I think it's just sometimes you... <laughs> Right, oh, 
wrong place, wrong time. I guess right, right place, wrong time. Ah, right, it, it's it's in in Liverpool's let's say f- last five years, they've been incredible under Jurgen Klopp. Mm. But Manchester City has been Manchester City. Yeah. You run into Real Madrid in a Champions League final, and honestly. I don't think I'd ever bet against Madrid. It, it, in the well, final. you did. <laughs> I did bet because it, you know that's part of the fun. But. It definitely <laughs> sucks for Liverpool. Like one point back from City, um, yeah. losing the title, a game they probably should have won, and they from the Champions League final and they lost. But at the same time, I was talking to my buddy today about it, and he was saying he made up a good point where Liverpool will be back though. They will be back in the Champions League final. Even Klopp well, said it. Let's talk about next season. Let's talk about this because we're 24 hours after a final. <laughs> looks like Sadio Mane will be leaving Liverpool. Looks like he's on his way to Bayern Munich. It, the deal seems to be very close. I mean, it's not done. We looked. We saw Kylian Mbappe fall at the last second. Sadio Mane could be on his way out. Divock Origi's already leaving. Bobby Firmino, could he be maybe be on the way out? Mohamed Salah said he probably won't sign another contract. One answer. Luis Suarez. You're not bringing back Luis Suarez. He's going to Aston <laughs> that, Villa. It's, it's what I was going to ask. If Mane does leave, does I Liverpool sign another attacker? Or That's, or do they... do? Is there starting three, uh, Jota, Diaz, and Salah? With the rumor I saw, they would buy another player What if... They'd only buy another player if they sell money and yeah, yeah, hmm. of course. Um, and then swoop deal for Lewandowski. <laughs> no, I, he doesn't want to. <laughs> I honestly, I, I, I think yesterday was a prime example. Liverpool need another midfielder as well. Not a James Milner. Yeah. Not a Henderson type. Not a Naby Keita. You need another world class midfielder. But can the young midfielders that they're signing come in hmm. and take over now? Yeah, could Harvey and, Elliott maybe if he. If he didn't have the injury, would he be the, he was one fantastic? Of those guys? I think Harvey Harvey Elliott would be involved a lot more next season, and and you still have Curtis Jones. Curtis Jones, he hasn't lived up to expectations right now. I, I think he just needs a loan. What about like yeah. a cheap midfielder like a like a Zakaria? He's going to Juventus. He's, he's already he's at done. Juventus. I know, but you um, can Fabio? I, I also Car- don't like that. Can Fabio Carvalho take one of those spots? Can he play there? He doesn't, but could he? Can Klopp t- change it? I don't know. I don't know him about him enough as a player. I know Liverpool were, were in the race for shoot many from Monaco. You can sign Tom Rogic. He's on a free transfer. Shut up. He's <laughs> <laughs> the magic man from Australia. <laughs> now, shoot many was the main rumor for Liverpool. It was, it's either Madrid or Liverpool getting him, which mm. whoever gets him is a big coup. I, I, I think, think it's gonna be Real Madrid. Yeah, that's what I read recently, yeah. which sucks. You know, Madrid have money to spend. No, they didn't get Mbappe. <laughs> Well, also Monaco are asking a lot for him. You know what? One player that could be cool. I don't know if 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 he's out of the price range because they're ridiculous sometimes. But Milan Kovic Savage. Yeah, that's true. Is actually, he pass his best though. But it's still a... his best. Is he? He's like twenty six. You don't watch fucking Syria. He's had. You had a, had a Savage great season. A... Huh? He had a pretty good season. His team actually had a pretty good season this year. Mm. Eh, they had it all right they for what they got. Downs. They're they're for what they've got in their roster. They're doing all right they for what they got. The top score in, in Italy. Other than that, who the fuck did they got? Luis Alberto. Don't fucking call He's me. pretty Luis good. Alberto. He's pretty good. He is pretty good actually. Lucas Leiva. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Lucas Leiva. That's who you're mentioning. <laughs> no, they have a good team. Of uh, Sorry's your manager. I, I love I love Murcio. I think, think it will be better next season. But 
uh, I Liverpool scouts are no, they had their plan A, plan B's. Mm. They know left, right, and center who to sign. So I'm sure they'll figure That's something good. out. It's good to it's good to have a club that has a fucking plan. <laughs> yeah, you're. Ma- yeah. We'll talk about yeah, your guy like, later. Yeah. Uh, we always have to bring in United. Somehow there's always a goddamn storyline with this goddamn club. Why can't there be a week where I mean, Man United is not in the fucking I, news? I mean, this is a pretty big one. So. But every week United is in the news for something, and it's not always something negative. It's there's just, nothing good about United. Maybe Ten Hag, but fuck. Man. Constantly depressing. There can't be a week disasters. where we go without talking about United. But is there anything else we want to talk about Liverpool before we? So you had your parade. Yeah, what, what is this? You, you, you have a parade oh, no, no, for two trophies. Two trophies. What do you mean? Liverpool were on the verge of the most historic quadruple in history, and then they got the most disappointing double. <laughs> Literally, you could have. Bro, you won. Like a Champions League. Who does a parade for the FA Cup and the Carabao Cup? Carabao. <laughs> the fucking beef jerky oh. cup. <laughs> Bro, the FA Cup is... This is not parade-worthy. Are you kidding me? Actually, <gasps> the FA Cup is pretty... Actually, look big. at the parades back in the 80s and 90s. Well, you need to have a parade because you need to generate revenue somehow. You need to show off your players. What about them? They're well, okay. You're they got... Smile. Klopp got a new contract this as well. But he didn't get a pay big. upgrade. He gave the money to the rest of the staff. That's Isn't it. that, like, better? Yes. What? Not for Jurgen, but no, that's Jürgen, better. Jürgen Not for you. Who cares about money? Jurgen's making enough money. Oh yeah, Jurgen's fine. Yeah. So <laughs> he, who cares? He got laser eye surgery. I don't he see a okay. problem celebrating your no. accomplishments. There's nothing wrong. It's just, I found it very funny how you were on a verge of a historic quadruple and you settled for the FA Cup and Carabao Cup. It's funny. It's not funny. It's hilarious. I mean, could have got you, the your team won the Scottish Cup. I just find it funny. But we, the were Scottish su- League, we were supposed to be garbage this year. No, but people come like laughing about the parade, though. I find it funny that's coming from fans who haven't won anything. These guys, United. Hey, fans. hey, your team won. My team won. Your team won. Who lost? Well, they won the title. They they won. They won a trophy. Though. To be fair, knowing United supporters, if they could have had a parade for Ronaldo, they would have. Yeah, you would have. <laughs> so you know who should not have a parade ever again? Manchester City. What a shit club that is. Why? No they one showed up. No one showed up to the parade. Are you sure? There was very little. Was I, th- there? I think. Uh, I think you're wrong. Let me find you're the photo. Never wrong. Why is your phone on the ground? Uh, because I don't want to forget it in the couch. He's got a good point. That's what. I'm now, actually, <laughs> before you bring this up, I have a question for you: Is Trent Alexander Arnold becoming egotistical? People are starting to think he's got a bit of an ego. He's not as humble as he used to be. I mean, the guy's just confident in his ability as a player. I don't see a problem. He also is still a child. He's not a child. Like 22. It's not a child. That's a child. He is above the age of 18. You would call that a child. A child. Is he exactly? This is from the city parade. Okay, I'm counting. I'm counting. That's not many. Uh, have you have you seen a Celtic parade? There's about that many people when we walked yeah, up to the stadium on final day. I'm just saying that you're talking about fucking Celtic. No shit. I mean, there's a lot. Go on. Of Almost every fucking player in the world <laughs> goes. Oh, Celtic Park probably has one of the best atmospheres in the world. Did, did you see that? Um, yes, I know. Uh, Patrice Evra. Yes. Patrice Evra said uh, that. I, I yeah. saw Andrew's motivational speech. Which one? No fucking stop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He kept saying that. But no, but, I, I did but, see. I did see. Patrice Evra making fun of Liverpool fans. See that you're not the best you'll never walk alone he's ever heard. Well, Patrice Celtic. Ever also isn't a... Ah, don't talk much about Patrice. He loves this game. He lo- I love he this al- game. He also loves sucking chicken. He does. Okay. Uh, 
<laughs> Let's go talk about United. Yeah, great. Yeah, we we Ralph Ragnar says I'm gone. That's a fucking tire fire. Just an absolute tire fire. You yeah, were, meant to. He brought him in as an interim coach. The press God. What the fuck no, the funny part about Ralph Ragnar was everyone's like, oh, this was the Godfather of Gegenpress and Klopp and Tuchel. They they learned they became managers because of him, because of because of Ragnar. Tuchel and Klopp exist, and look what happened. He left United for fucking Austria. Nothing against Austria. Great country. Great footballers. But what the fuck happened here? Because he went, I don't want to deal with this mess. That, that's, a, that's how ticking time bomb went his, to go His off. consultancy was hire Ten Hag. Which, if he had a say in that, good. To be fair, Brett also could have given that info. To be fair, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brett was saying that for a while. Yeah. But Ralph Ragnick... You had so much hopes and dreams for this man. We talk, I remember he got appointed. You asked Lucas, Lucas, why has he never managed a top team before? And Lucas goes, Well, because he hasn't, you know, the way that he prefers to be in the board and you know, behind the scenes. And I responded with, Maybe he's just not good enough. And you go, No, no, he's he teaches Jurgen. No, and I said, Okay, we'll see. And I mean, you're definitely missing. Bing, con- bang, boom, fuck your life. Here he is, Godzo. Have that. I told you how much I hate you? You actually. fucking love me, though. Like, everyone loves me. You can hate the man, but you can't turn down the man. I think anyone that knows that he's not like the most out, well, most fantastic manager in the world, he's done some good jobs like getting Leipzig into the Champions League, but he doesn't have an outstanding managerial career necessarily. Yeah, but I'd agree. He, yeah. His stuff, he has more of a reputation behind the scenes. Getting, what, what did United finish? Six? Getting six yeah. in United is definitely one, uh, one thing that will suck, we won't well. get the, the... The brutally honest reviews? Yes. Yeah. I, I hope Ten Hag can, can honestly be brutally honest because that's what that club needs. No, knowing United, they're just going to... They, they'll, like, win the league this coming season. Be, like, on... Manchester United are going to be... This window is going to be huge for them. Like, I'm they got to sell so many players. They got to bring in quality. Yeah, and that's why I think that for some, like, they'll just get second again. They is, went is from it? what they got second yeah. to going to six. Do you yeah. think they're going to get like eighty-five plus points? Probably not. I'm just, talk- I'm just <laughs> talking. This is what apparently Ralph Ragnick leaves Manchester United due to the demands of his new role as Austria manager. Whatever, man. Whatever. I mean, I'd probably leave. So that's a pretty good job to get. International you, job. United's paying good, but it's not worth the stress and headache. <sighs> he Ro- wants to get a headache from Ro- Rolf Ragnick, it feels like we just got led on and he just ghosted you. Well, Brett woke up this morning and just put that in our chat. He's like, what the hell just happened in football this morning? Uh, I mean, what, yeah, what he's gone. And the only thing about Ralph Ragnick, it feels like he came to the club, talked a bunch of shit, and just left. <laughs> I think that's what he did. Yeah, he's just sorry. He's like, this club is shit. I'm gone. And then, yeah. yeah. Like, he just says, this guy's shit, this guy's shit, this guy's shit. Yep. And then he's like, hire this guy. And now, let's talk about your team, Mane. Where is he going? Bayern? Bayern. It's done. We already talked about it that. It probably happened. I want to talk about something that involves the Premier League. Nottingham Forest are back, Oh, not, not at him. Yes, they're back yeah. in the Premier League. Yeah. Two-time, Euro- two-time European champions return For the to the Premier League. For the first time ever, all five English Champions League European Cup winners are in the same league. Oh, about time. <laughs> it's about time. It's not, it is. Nottingham Forest has been out of that Premier League for way too long. One of those clubs is not it's Man first City. time in the century. Now, there's some controversy with that result. Controversy? I, I, I didn't see. I heard about it, but I didn't see it. I also it, heard so. about it, too. So what what, what, what in, exactly Lucas. happened? Well, I, I just heard about it. But what did you hear? 
that there was controversy. Controversy. Apparently, Var was a John Moss is a disgrace. He's heading into retirement. This is the last game. He just yep. goes out with a shit show. I, honestly, I I heard there was controversy. I did not see or read anything. Well, that's bad on our part. Do you want to know why? Because I don't give a fuck. I'm just happy not even Forrester back. Reggie Larea, baby. I, I gotta say, it's a Canadian it, it, the prem. It sounds it from what I heard. It Huddersfield like got screwed over, but at the same time. I think I'm more happy Nottingham's backup rather yeah. than Huddersfield. Yeah. No offense Nottingham. to Huddersfield, but well, apparently well. Nottingham's owner is some Greek guy that um has uh, some. Oh, he's the shady guy, isn't he? Apparently. Fuck yeah, he is. I know exactly what you're talking about. That guy's wild. Very big man. Yeah, yeah. The fuck's Did, his name? He also owns is it AEK Athens? Oh. I think he owns a couple teams. Or Olympiakos, maybe. It's I don't know. Some Greek team. Some Greek team. Papadopadopadopolis. <laughs> that was a center back for Dortmund back yes, in the day. I know who you're talking <laughs> about. Socrates. He had so much pace and no shooting. He was a center back. Yeah, but he had some of the worst shooting in FIFA. He's a That's center back. Manolas. You're talking about Manolas. 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 I don't know the same thing. I won't no, lie. No, no, no. They're not the same Socrates, Socrates is not the same as Manolas. Nah, Greeks the are Greek up. god in Rome rises up? from the ashes to knock out Barcelona. What a, what a call yeah, that, that was. The owner is Maranakis. Maranakis. I can see that being a movie one day. Maranakis. <laughs> Netflix original series. This is the man. Oh, that's the dude. Oh, well, he's definitely Greek, that's for sure. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're fair. Uh, but yeah, Nottingham Forest are back. I'm happy to see that. Honestly, they deserve Premier League football. I hope they can compete in the Premier League and actually stay up. And So it's, it's, it's full force, full on, baby. Please, God. It's Bournemouth and Nottingham Forest. Fulham's going back down. Bournemouth will go back down. Forest might get destroyed. They got James that, Gardner on loan. And, Can they get him again? Can you sell him? He's been very good. I heard that uh, Southampton were interested in him. Well, Southampton Forest, See, very good. That's what I'm actually scared of, just thinking about the Premier League, though. I'm trying to think of other teams that'll actually, like, have could get relegated. I'm just like, we're not going to be better than any of those teams. Southampton are going to be in hot water, I think. It depends what they buy, but... I know they're interested in a lot of, like, younger players, like Cole Palmer or another city guy. I heard... Sorry, I didn't... I heard arguably the best ever transfer rumor today. What is it? Neymar to Newcastle. <laughs> no, hear me out. Let you know me... what? I can see it happening. PSG want to sell him. They, they've said publicly they are willing to sell Neymar. They didn't say it publicly. Yes, they did. Did they? The 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 owner the Al Al Nasir. Who Mbappe did? <laughs> they said they said we are willing to listen to any offer for Neymar. And Neymar goes, I would love to stay in Paris. I love this team. I love this club. Roll around for twelve ne- times. Neymar could go play with Saint Maximum. But here's the thing: what Maximum. club could afford Neymar right now? Newcastle. Not Madrid. I mean Madrid. Madrid could, but then he's not going to Real Madrid. He's not going back to Barca. He's not going to go to Bayern Munich. He's not going to go to Juventus. I don't see. I mean, Eddie Howe already said they're not in, spending that much money. Eddie Howe's a fucking liar, okay? He but said he was going go to money he said he's gonna go to Celtic. Mil. Where was he? Don't worry, we got Ange. What's the goal glue? What's your obsession with Celtic, man? He is involved. But but think about it. He's not going to go to City. He's not going to go to Chelsea. I can see Chelsea, maybe. No, the, Neymar we're, is not going to Chelsea. We post-Roman Abramovich era. He's not going to Chelsea. Liverpool don't need him. Newcastle need... To sell kits. They need to sell that white and green kit. That Saudi Arabia kit. Exactly. They need to sell it. 
put Neymar on the back. Oh boy, the tune is rocking. There was um. Go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say, don't disregard Neymar to Newcastle like that. I hope it happens. I think it might it actually kind of make sense just because Neymar it is that Ma- Neymar is that kind of character who'd be like, you know what? I want to try. I want to try Newcastle now. <laughs> if I'm going to the Premier League, I'm going to Newcastle. Like. Legitimately, so it could actually the make sense. The team that was literally in bottom, pretty last bottom. place. Well, the thing is, yeah, it's just at a, like mid tape. Neymar, Neymar going to Newcastle makes sense because Neymar likes to be different. The, he wants to be the spotlight as well. Yeah, he likes to be that guy but who makes that move. League. Well, you never know. Yeah, you never know. He will retire with Newcastle, become the manager of Newcastle, and win it that way. Imagine him being a he won't be. He won't that be. That would be atrocious. That'd be <laughs> the, so the, bad. The whole team is just flopping. Up. God, he signs down um, Louise. Speaking <laughs> of, I'm gonna, let's go through some transfers here. Uh, Robert Lewandowski. Um, apparently, he tells uh, Sky uh, jo- Germany on his future. The time will come to give information soon. It'll be possible to say more. Uh, da, da, da. Uh, apparently, uh, Barcelona is still working on it with his agent, uh, Pini Zahavi. Three-year deal already agreed, apparently, of waiting just for Bayern. And then supposedly he was on Polish television. He's like, Barca move? It depends on several factors. I think my situation is clear and there's no point of talking about that. It is hard to say, but it is hard to say that I will play for Bayern next season. I'm excited. I, I don't see a possibility of him at this point going That's back wild. to Bayern. I never thought I'd see the day. No, no, yeah. I think I, I think I feel like this happens with Byron players where you don't ever see them actually leaving, but then they do. You know, Schweinsteiger, well, Cruz, and now Lewandowski. I think it'd be tough to stay motivated at Bayern Munich. Oh, I, I agree. Other than the Champions League, yeah. I think it's tough for him, especially because he already broke all the records. What can he prove? He's been there for so. He's been in Germany for his entire career, basically. I mean, it's probably gonna be. If it if his if his records ever get broken, it's probably not going to be by another guy for like fifty years. Yeah, yeah, yeah probably. They were Mr. insane um, records. Erling Holland Jr. Holland's not there, so the Deke. The huh. Do you say? Erling well, like Holland, Holland Holland Jr. Yeah, yeah, Holland Holland Jr. <laughs> Lucas, are you are are you sad that Mbappe didn't go to Liverpool? I never expected. Him there to was go to he was he was talking about it though. Uh, he, he can talk, but he talks a lot. <laughs> yeah, well, apparently his mother is a big Liverpool supporter, so it's like I would you know maybe. I mean, I could see the possibility in three years, maybe, if we're still at the top. Could you imagine if he was like, he, 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 imagine if he turned down Real Madrid. Twice. And Liverpool comes in with a lower offer. It's like, I'll go there for my mom. Um, <laughs> I mean, I mean, Hector Bayern won two Real Betis for his dad. Okay. And they won I, the cup. I, I think that deal is going to be made permanent, I think. He's I gone, think. he's gone back to Arsenal from his loan deal, but I think they'll look to sell him on. Uh, Tottenham Hotspur signing. I've been parasitic. Oh, good. What? Parasitch? Yes. Parasitch. I'm a Parasitch. Parasitch. I always say Parasitch. I always say that. You're going to piss off so many... You call Luka Modric Luka Modric. You're going to piss off so many Croatians. Do I speak of the Croatian? It's just... It's Parasitch. It's always been Parasitch. Just do it. Just be that guy. I've been Parasitch to Tottenham. Even how he said it there was kind of weird. The fuck do you offer me? <laughs> <laughs> Ivan is going to the Premier League Whispers. Throw a light stand at you. <laughs> No, I think it's a good signing by. Uh, well, it looks Lesbers. like they're they're gonna they're gonna let go of Steven Bergvine. Looks like he's gonna go to Ajax actually, back to the Netherlands. It's very controversial, yeah. and they're gonna bring in Ivan. Um, Ivan. Look, if Perisic, can Perisic. even bring back any close any sort of performances he had for Inter last season, he was probably Inter's MVP. 
Yeah, and then with Kulisevsky and then Son and Kane, it's... Give me, give me, give me a ginger. I mean, Son and Kane... Because Kane, in terms of Harry Kane, had a, had a bad season. Yeah. But So, like, if he can get... The Champions League, Harry right? Kane like, and Hunman Son are world if they, I know they Son, somehow actually Son got some is... good results with their defenders, but if they can upgrade those defenders, actually get Christian Romero in there, mm, I... get in a couple other players like that, they're they're pretty good. Yeah, I mean, apparently, apparently they have a $150 million loan or yeah. to, money to work brought with, in. Yeah. I don't know if that's true or not, but if if they can back Conte, uh, expect some dangerous things from Spurs. I, I I love Antonio. Conte. Get another midfielder to play with. Uh, yeah, there's they want to sell Winks for like twenty five million. I read. Throwback to when Kane was supposed to leave Spurs for like three times, and now he's just yeah. Ah, you. Harry Kane's gonna stay Harry at Spurs. That, and... that sounds like a player that Fulham would actually like go for. I wouldn't be surprised for that actually. You sold Andre Frank Zambo and Guisa. Yeah, well, you guys that, got, that was you got you guys got rinsed. Fifteen million. One of the him. best names that, in football. Yeah, yeah, they had they had to loan him out. So that guy he wasn't was going to play in the championship. Pretty damn good for Napoli last season. Yeah, he had there a good go. season. It, it's a really good signing by Napoli, but yeah, it, it was going to happen. And we let a lot of players go, so we ac- we have a lot of signings we have to do. Which means you're going to get relegated, most likely. Tim Ream's going to be right now our starting center back in the Premier League, that's, and that's, that's not atrocious. yo-yo. That's not good. It, it, they're the definition of yo-yo. Them and Norwich. The o- Norwich has sold out their season tickets already. <laughs> but I say that's fine. You're going to win the championship, then you next season you'll yeah. get relegated. I was going back to my point. Like The only teams I could see is like if Brentford have their, yeah, uh, the their second, sophomore season. Second season syndrome. And they have a bad season, and then Nottingham and uh, Bournemouth. Interesting. I, I don't see them compete. Like Palace, it depends what Newcastle, Southampton. Like, can Leeds just improve their team? Leeds just signed some America I've never heard of for way too much money. Brendan Aarons. Who the fuck is that guy? He's like, he's basically like Why an the, energy bunny. Go get Tyler Adams. Much better option. I mean, th- this guy's like, you need a lot of a work rate in, I guess, March's side, and this guy, well, March knows him because he's managed him before. I hated his interview <clears throat> when he got like, brought to Leeds. He was. Yeah, I was keeping up with the lead score lines. It was so nerve wracking there at the end. I didn't know if they were going to get relegated or not. I was like, "Oh, uh, uh, gross." Okay. He just—I didn't like him. I didn't. I mean, player? I've never seen him play. I don't give a fuck about him. I just didn't like his interview. He's, I've not. I mean, I've seen him play against Canada, and I've seen I think some Champions League games with him. I don't know if it's uh, James Milner is a good comparison, but he d- he's like a very high work rate. So is James Milner gone? I yeah. Is is he gonna be gone? Because that's go. what I meant. I don't know. I <laughs> think I Leeds. think they might offer him a new contract. You can go to Leeds. Stop touching my knee. Second time. You can go to Leeds. Come on, send James Milner to Leeds. I mean, it doesn't matter to me if Klopp wants to keep him in a minimal role. Fine. Um, anything else to talk about in football right now? Uh, the the uh, the the Nations League or no, it's not Nations League. It's the uh, I mean, we'll be, the the final World, the World Cup, Cup spots. qualifications. World Cup qualifiers, June first. Scotland play Ukraine. How do you feel about it? I'm nervous about it. You should. There's be. a lot you, on the line. It's also Ukraine. Ukraine should come up with like a lot of mo- like motivation. Yeah, yeah, Ukraine yeah, has the motivation. They're inspired. It's not tough for them to get motivated, and you know there has been international games for a while. Uh, Scotland had an injury today. Was it? I think Ryan Jack from Rangers had to pull out the national squad. Tierney's also not there. Tierney's gone. Uh, I mean, 
I think Scotland have enough to beat Ukraine, but I am ready playing Wales. I think Wales is going to win them. We'll see. Anyone, I mean, I'm, I'm anything happy, can happen in football. I'm happy so. we're at a, at, a, at a playoff for a qualifier spot. I just hope it goes the correct way kind of thing. We also have Italy versus Argentina. Yeah. So what is that for? Is it just like a friendly? Yeah, they made like a friendly, but with like a the winner of the Euros versus the winner of the... Copa America. Yes. Copa. Copa Cabana. Which it's like cool, but it's also like... Nah, it's, I mean, it's I think, another game, you know. I think it's worth having, especially with the World Cup coming up. Like, yeah. good preparation for both sides. It's definitely well, a I good mean, friend. Not for both sides. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Italy. Can we talk about... World Were Cup you preparation. Did you do that on purpose? No. Or? Okay, that, that was actually pretty good. Yeah. Let's talk about World Cup preparation because Canada. Oof. Canada in some hot water. They had a bad moment. Hey. Originally, Canada were going to play the nation of Iran in BC, in BC Place in Vancouver. Um, Lots of controversy. Yeah, lots of people calling out the Canadian Soccer Federation. Yeah, Iran's uh, deputy minister of sport is now seeking ten million in penalties from yeah. Canada soccer. Yeah, so Canada bailed out on this friendly due to you know criticism and and, and backlash. Like players supposedly were refusing to play. Yeah, supposedly? and now Iran, like you just said, they're suing Canada soccer for ten million for loss of expenses, which is a bit dramatic. If they can find political involvement in it then it has some legitimacy yeah, to it it probably is i i just i don't understand out of all the nations on earth why someone thought iran was not maybe not even the controversial but why is that the best opposition for canada because i think they're not they're not similar countries but they're in like pretty close in the world with morocco so that'd be a, like a good world cup preparation because you want to have friendlies against sides that have similarities go, go play algeria I mean, that, that's another option, but maybe Iran was... Iran's already, I think, playing um, another country. I think they're playing Uruguay? Some country in the States. So somewhere a little Play, closer, yeah. I know they're playing close to there anyway, so it was probably convenient for them. It's just... I, the the entire decision-making process confuses me, and it's been such a mess in, in Canadian sports news and everything like that, and... Yeah, because there is controversy with the country of Iran and Canada, as like there was a plane that got shot. Yeah, so essentially, kind of what happened is, I'm reading this from the CBC that says, but the decision to host Iran drew the scorn of the families who of those who died aboard flight PS752 when the IRGC shot down the plane in 2020, killing uh, 176 passengers and crew. And then, yeah, um. Apparently, a spokesperson for the association representing the victims of the families in Canada says this is like, oh, this is the right thing to do. We were worried about the IRGC officers coming to Canada and normalizing Canada's relationship with Iran. And, you know, I, I understand why people are frustrated, especially, you know, our friend Cheyenne. He's an Iran supporter. This is the first time he's going to see Iran play in his life. And I can see why he's sad, man. But also at the same time to say like, oh, you know, politics should have no involvement in football. Well, politics has been in the game since in the 1960s, 30s, 40s. It's been in the game forever. So, uh, sure, you don't want to see politics in football, but it's been in, it's part of the game, I unfortunately. bad on Canada's Yeah, yeah, I would, I would agree. Realizing it? Not and, and looking and how they, I guess, like, because I think they made it as a friendly, which yes. I guess that makes it look even worse, because... Those yeah. two nations and, But not, it's, yeah. it's also one of those things where it's like, Canada soccer should have realized we're playing Iran. What implications have we had with like the past? Like I don't like, no. yeah. 
Even just on a football league tournament, does it make sense? But which is it? No, it does make sense. It doesn't. It does. I don't I just, think so. I, just gave you an I don't think it makes sense it to me. It does make sense for that. Uh, I think you could. I think if you're Canada, you want to challenge yourself. Even for John Herman was saying, like, right when the uh, the draws got made of like what groups they're in, they were saying, "Oh, I want to play teams that are similar to, to each side." Yes, yes, yes. I agree. I like that. Now, um, part of me is like football game at the end of the day, but then again, I have to understand. Yeah, it. It's a much bigger deal. It's something that I forgot about because it happened a few years. 2020. It, it right 2020. before the pandemic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I remember hearing about it when I was, like, driving to the gym one time on the radio. But Yeah, it's interesting that people bring this up. Oh, sorry. I keep touching. I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's weird. It's interesting that people bring this up, you know, the relationship between the two countries. But, like, you look at other countries, so football in Europe. I mean, Poland and Russia never had a really good relationship mm-hmm. politically wise, and they still played in tournaments. Oh, they kind of had a case. I guess, it's yeah. Different. I think it's different if you're it's drawn you... against each other, but it's, it's and this was organized, and it wasn't yeah. like the situations where UEFA didn't draw Russian or Ukrainian clubs with each other. Yeah, like Poland just not the best relationship because of past communism. Yeah, yeah, but it's not like they had like recent conflicts. <laughs> It's just, it's just, yeah, it's it's Canada and and and. But then again, Iran you see, you, you see, UEFA and FIFA canceling all of the like, Russian matches, basically too, right? Because of a political situation. No, it's it. We'll see what happens for for Team Canada and if that lawsuit holds any legitimacy and and who they will go on to. Because yeah. they they have to have friendlies before this World Cup. Well, it's, the unfortunate <sighs> thing is they have Nations League, so that those take the spot of what could have been yeah. friendlies. So. It, if they planned it better, hopefully it doesn't like hurt them too badly. But. Yeah, there's still time before the World Cup, but the 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 months go by of, fast. We're yeah. running, it's June now. Yeah. There's not it's too many times to have June. friendlies to prepare for that World mm-hmm. Cup. So, yeah. Anything we want to talk about football related or outside of football? No, I think I'd rather just keep it football. Keep it short. Okay. I don't yeah. think it's been short. It hasn't it's really been. Con- it's really been a good. good it's been one of our best podcasts in a long time. Good, good the job. OG4, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Remind me of the good old days. Lucas's basement. Yeah, a good that was time. a long time ago. If, if, no horses. No horses. No horses. If you have enjoyed it, though, make sure you leave a like on YouTube and subscribe on the podcast channel. If you're on audio apps, Spotify, Apple, or what other ones are there? I don't care. Google Play? Google Play. Well, if you're listening on any audio apps, thank you very much. Uh, follow us on those and you know, give us Check a share. Check out G-Fuel. Gfuel.com. Use code 90 minute to get nine uh, zero in the discount. word minute. Getting yourself a discount for shakers, flavors, and apparel. Great you word, know it, great baby. Word. From the four of us, the OG4, thank you for watching and listening. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. 
And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.